What's up, everybody? It's the one, the only. Oh man, I'm already fucking this up. I'm. I, <laughs> it's Overachievers Gaming Podcast, and I'm gonna tell y'all why I'm so befuddled in a second. But for now, it's me, Dom, and Ashley Pastrami. What's up? I'm Charlie at Vash, and we have a special guest today with us. Hi, I'm Danielle Riendo. I am at Danielle Ri on Twitter. Hell yeah, Danielle! I'm so happy you're here for more than one reason. Yeah. Well, number one, you're my homie. We do jujitsu together. Yeah, we do. Second thing, and you're a lot better than me. You've been doing it way longer than me. Only, but. only because like trial by fire and, and time, et cetera, et cetera. That's the only reason. <laughs> I don't like saying I'm better than anyone because sure. everyone at jujitsu sucks. Just some of us suck a little less than others. That's that's like the thing. I'm in. Yeah. That's how yeah. I always tell new people. Like, hey, it's not that you suck. It's that we all suck. I just suck, suck together. Exactly. Just some of us suck less. I like that. That's a good philosophy. Uh, yeah. I've been trying to get you on here. I, I'm so happy to have you here because I, I know you're deeply in the video game like editorial world mm-hmm. and just your experience and knowledge of video games in general. But before we get started and everything, holy shit. I mean, you guys already know this. You don't need the recap, but the people do. I, I'm just a fucking mess today. <laughs> people want to know, Dom. Why are you a mess know. today? My dumbass thought it would be smart. Like minutes before the podcast started, to fuck with my BIOS, my comp- my motherboard bricked. Uh, had to fl- flash flash the CMOS, didn't work. Now now my computer's turning back on, but I don't. I, it's asking me for a boot device. I had to hop on my girlfriend's fucking shitty iMac. I'm sorry, darling. It's not that it's shitty. I just it's not my jam. Uh, I'm sick. I just finished my first commercial that I'm dead from, which was cool, but I'm still feeling like my body hates me because of it. And uh, I'm drinking Pedialyte because uh, my body isn't retaining water. Yeah. At uh, PAX 2017 yeah. in Seattle, I got real sick and I was drinking Pedialyte. It was like off-brand Pedialyte, too. It was oh. like Target brand Pedialyte. Oh. Like on stage, like slamming Pedialyte in front of the, the, the people. So, the you know, you're, you're bringing me back. <laughs> in front of the people. Wait, were you like, you were in a panel? Uh, oh, yeah. I usually speak at like three to four per packs nice. depends on the packs but like which, you know. which were some of the panels that you've been a part of so typically i do well waypoint radio usually has one that's my podcast and we do that like four times a week you, yeah you you throw, that, you throw that plug out there we Go have ahead. you here yeah you're, 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 it's like mutual plugs right now mutual plugs or right, waypoint radio it's on itunes it's on whatever you just search for waypoint radio everything we write is at waypoint.vice.com and you should read it Cause it's, you know, it's editorial. Um, but yeah, like I usually do waypoint radio. I do a couple of comedy podcasts. I usually do the improv postmortem. That's a Pat bear joint. And I typically, sometimes I do four Oh four in it, which is like a comedy gaming thing. And then I'm also typically in the PAX wrestling, the PAX of mania stuff. I have a recurring character. And also last time, uh, I was a union shark in a shark mask with shark shorts. Hilarious. You know, <laughs> so you're you're no stranger to no, this whole process. Not, then. not at all. And also things break on Waypoint Radio like pretty much every day. So oh, my God. I'm, I'm used well, to I mean, I'm happy that <laughs> I have just... we, we have this going. We got to We're working like we're doing the podcast. Yeah. But like in my in like inside, I'm just like silently freaking out. Like, oh, my God, please don't be dead. Don't be dead. Don't be dead. Don't be dead. You know? <laughs> of course, it's not going to be dead. If anything, you'll just have to do like a reinstall Windows or a repair. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I, luckily, I have a but... boot disk, a USB disk that just says Windows on it. That's always just ready for this fucking shit. Because <laughs> this is the fourth time. Like, I, I just listen. I built my first computer like right before I graduated college, like 2011. And I was so stoked. I built it and it was flawless. 
flawless. Nothing went wrong. I built this like a couple months ago, not even, and I've had nothing but problems. It's been nothing but shitting the bed on me. This is why I'm a console player. But Charlie's same. Kind of same. Oh, God. (laughs) I know. Well, here's the thing. I I actually the funny thing is I am also a fucking console player. I play <laughs> Xbox more than yeah. anything. Like I'm a big Xbox boy. Uh, I just was sick of having a shitty laptop. I wanted my I wanted a, another computer. And right That's before fair. it's funny because people some people wait for Black Friday for the deals, but I swear to God, all the the websites have better deals a week before Black Friday. I'm not even. Yeah. Like, I don't get. I don't know. Like if that's yeah. like a a thing on purpose or what? Like. I, I built know, I built this for so much cheaper yeah. than it would have been, but I digress. Anyway, enough with my bullshit problems. I'm okay. I'm gonna be okay. Tell me how you got your okay. Pedialyte. You'll be okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it's so gross. It's so gross. <laughs> um, so so Danielle, what, what 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 you got going on lately? What's what's the what's the happening? What's the happening? All right. So uh, I work at Vice. Uh, I'm the managing editor at Waypoint, which is our gaming site, gaming and also entertainment. We do. A little bit of movies, TV, music, etc. Also, right. uh, primarily games. And I am also the union rep for Waypoint. So we're in the Writers Guild. Fuck we're in yeah. the WGA East. Uh, and we've been bargaining for our new contract lately. So I've spent like, I'm going to call it about 100 hours in bargaining. <laughs> self, sure. And then oh plus God. a whole bunch of other time in like, you know, meetings and strategy stuff for all of it. Uh, but it's been very intense. Very, very intense. But I'm very pleased to say we got our contract on Friday. Yeah. And See, so, and I was mistaken. Yeah. I didn't think y'all were union, but you already were. Yeah. So some people at vice are, and some people aren't. So actually, uh, something you may have seen is that vice production was, uh, they're working on their first contract, which I, I believe they, they got it as well. So I'm pretty sure they got it like the day before we did. And then right. we went the next day and then we got ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually the same like uh, union lawyer and the same union rep folks. So like a lot of overlap and obviously we're all in the same building. We're all friends. I do a lot of production work myself. They do a lot of editorial work. So, like, there's a lot of overlap. Right. But the, you know, the way the company has organized people in production, and that actually is, like, three different things. I think that's SAG-AFTRA and Writers Guild and something else. I don't even remember, like, the specific uh, makeup of it. But, like, the production people just got their first contract. So that's super exciting. And that may have been yeah. what you heard, like, oh, people that's were awesome. unionizing. So, like, editorial's been in a union, but we needed a new contract because ours is up on the 31st. So, like... All sorts of bargaining going on, all sorts of uh, union shenanigans. Uh, it's been a lot of work, but it it has actually been like really profoundly, um, like satisfying to do. Oh, this of stuff. course, Charlie. Yeah. How do because, you think the production yeah. would work? Yeah. Like, do you think it would like if any like camera people would be six hundred or any like? How do you think that would work on that end? I mean, it's probably it's probably that. I mean, all all that probably means of just like being. So I'm I'm union. I'm, I've been local six hundred for seven years, uh, and I mean, I work on TV and movies and all sorts of fun stuff. So if you ever need somebody to come talk about like TV shows, my main show is The Marvelous Mrs. Oh Maisel. hell yeah, so I love my, that show. I adore that show. That's my main. It's, yeah, it's, it's fun. I've been there since the pilot. Nice, that's so. awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's going to be fun. We start shooting again in March, so it'll be fun to go back to that. Uh, but I think it probably just means that like Vice is now like a signatory, or Waypoint is now a signatory um, with the union. So essentially, that means is that any sort of production that comes on, like they because well, I like I've gone or any sort of like I've done some commercials for a Vice. Like I know that Vice has Vice is so. Um, not, fragment is not the word, but like there's so many divisions. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, there's so many divisions of it. 
I've done a commercial for yeah. an agency, like a vice, like creative agency or what the fuck ever. Yeah, and like, so, so I mean, I, I know they do regular productions outside of all the like, the in-house like stuff that they do. So yeah, that's very interesting. And I know that. Yeah, I think did, this um, is just. Uh, oh, sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead, please. I was going to say, I think this is just for full-time employees. I think this right, is just like. Right. Full-time employees uh, are okay. now part of this union because that's how right. it works for us. Right. Um, is that all, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. if you're a full-time cool. editorial employee, even if you do do production like I do, do like do. a little bit of production like mm-hmm. I do, uh, you are like <laughs> you are in the union. You got to pay your union dues. You got to, you know, show up for your meetings. And then you get these amazing protections that people right. bargain for when you do your contract. So yeah. I think that's how it works. I'm not sure that means um, we couldn't contract outside work, but I do know it means like we're right. – in that I remember yeah. seeing that uh, Vox was going for union stuff too, and they it's interesting did it. To see. Yeah. They did. They did it. Yeah. Oh, they're good. unionized they're, now. You know, yeah. Because they have. They're another media outlet that just has a million channels. You know. Yeah. I mean, you got like what? You got Vice, like Gizmodo, Vox. You have all these media outlets that have like their own. The Onion now. The Dodo. There's a bunch. Yeah, tons of media outlets wow. are getting unionized because, like, I think a huge part of it is just how That's crazy. Great. Obviously, like you guys know, you're you're part of the media landscape, but just how crazy it is, uh, how much there's layoffs, how much the headwinds of the industry Ugh. are just like constantly, holy shit, like constantly woof. changing. So it helps to have some protections. <laughs> Dang, That's yeah. wild. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, it's you know, it's really cool about you being with Waypoint. Is I feel like we have three three of the like whatever like seven however many like video game outlets that exist three of them are in new york which is pretty cool because yeah. you got like what you got polygon waypoint and kotaku and mm-hmm. i like you know i think of like what are what are the ones like ign and um you know game informer and like all, all these other ones but i feel like they're pretty scattered but it's nice to see this little i feel like new york should be more of a like gaming nexus or something but yeah you know, I, I feel like people don't really think of it in that manner when they think of New York. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 weird because it used to be so Bay Area oriented. Right. Exactly. Um, like in the heyday of, you know, one up and, and that sort of the Ziff Davis empire and also Game Informer. Uh, well, they're in Minneapolis. And then, of course, like IGN is in the Bay Area. I used to be in the Bay Area. Like I when I was working full time at Vox for most of my time there, I when I worked at Polygon, I was in San Francisco. But my contract said. New York or San Francisco. It was like, you right. got to live in one of these two, but like pick, you know, pick one. And now it does mm-hmm. feel very much like the, at least the media shift has come here, which is rad. I think well, I like it's nice for us to lot. have this community. I yeah. think, I feel like uh, people are trying to get the hell out of, uh, of the like Silicon Valley type <laughs> landscape, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> just I, too expensive. It's too expensive. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Huh. Yeah. And then you come to New York, it's just as expensive. <laughs> I don't right. mind. I don't mind. It. I mean, I prefer, I mean, I, you know, granted, I can't, I never lived in San Francisco, so I can't, you know, or California rather in general. So I can't say that I wouldn't like it, but I mean, shit, I never want to leave New York. Unless, New York. unless I retire. I want to retire. In the it's pretty great. I miss it. I miss San Francisco a lot, but that's because I'm like a runner and I want to run every day of the year where it's beautiful and nice. And, like, I was going to say, hills. exactly. You could run here, but it's either going to smell, it's going to suck or, you know, or step in poo and then get hit by a cab, which is like the like double, double whammy. Double right fucking here. whammy. <laughs> that is the double. Oh my goodness. Who who else have you worked for in the game world? Um, I worked for like ten months. I worked at a website called Zam, which was owned by Tencent. <laughs> yes, I remember uh, this. Otherwise, about this. Yeah, I mean, it, that was interesting. It's funny, like, so I freelanced for like seven years. So I worked full time at the ACLU, freelanced for seven years for various places, like the old G4 and like, you know, um, 
Remember Joystick? Ah, like yeah, all these, all these places. Yeah. You know, I I freelance for that. And then I got my first full-time job in game media was at Polygon. It was uh, as in the reviews department, believe it or not. So, like, writing reviews all the time and working on video reviews all the time. And then... I've probably um, shit on so many of your reviews now that I think about it. Oh, my God. I mean, when, when I didn't know you, I was like, fuck this. What are you talking about? Why wasn't Zelda number one again? This is horse shit. I mean, I wouldn't have argued with it there. I mean, like, I'm a Zelda, like, fangirl. I'm, like, Ms. Zelda. Like me and Zelda got married. I don't know yeah, if you knew, but oh, me I, and Zelda I, I, are I, I, married. I didn't get the invitation, so I, yeah, I'm I didn't. sorry. It was a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I like, I, and then I, I worked on the Idle Thumbs podcast for a really long time, and then then I came to New York, and I still worked at Polygon for like the first two months, and then did this Zam job for like ten months, and then I got the offer advice to, to be yeah. the managing editor at Waypoint. So like, that's my weird. <laughs> way so what, that I what like. Do, what do you have to do as the managing editor? What does that mean? Oh man, I do everything. It's great. Right. I'm uh, sure that means that means you just literally have to do everything. I mean, a little bit. Like we wear a lot of hats. We're a small team. You know, uh, Austin Walker's our EIC. He mm-hmm. directs the vision, and he also does so much of the day to day stuff, which is great because not a lot of EICs do that. But like Austin's on almost every podcast. He writes so much. He edits so much. So I do writing. I do editing. I do all the the day-to-day management stuff of like who goes right. where when scheduling people scheduling pieces editing pieces etc 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 uh i'm on the podcast usually four days a week and then uh for a year i edited the podcast so i produced and edited the podcast we do have somebody to do that now which is <laughs> yeah I got, I, I got charlie stuff. Yeah, that's what, that's <laughs> I, I got what charlie I yeah, yeah see that's nice that's what i do i do all the producing oh, so and editing fun, and all that it? stuff it's so a great time <laughs> it's fun i mean now that i have it all dialed yeah. in essentially i just throw the tracks in and listen to it like once or it twice. was it, it was down before but it I takes up a lot of time today. the first couple are always like oh, yeah, it's geez, fine like 12 hours and then the edit becomes like an hour long after you get super used to it which is yeah. not too bad but yeah and then i do some edited video stuff so i i went to film school and basically as a as an editor and so occasionally i get to have fun with like edited video reviews where i throw some gameplay on like a read of a of a review which is fun and i like that a lot so i really well, like when you guys when you guys stream you like- i love popping in you guys are always doing fun stuff on, on your twitch <laughs> I, we try I- to you know we try to have a good time um i think my favorite stream that we've done in the last year was probably we had a nintendo labo stream where we built all the little cardboard things yeah. and <laughs> Danica, uh, Danica Harrod, no longer with us. She's off. Uh, she does community uh, things with a with the Dragon Prince, the Netflix show. Yeah, yeah. Now, but like at the time, she was with us, and we were just like, I don't know what the hell we were on that day, but it was just like <laughs> the most fun. I felt high. I wasn't high, but I felt basically high the whole time. We were just dude. Like, big shout out something. to Danica. Her her Twitter <laughs> presence with She's with amazing. Waypoint was fucking yeah. funny. She was amazing. so funny. Do you guys have a new, so uh, uh, like, community person? Yeah, so Cotto, uh, who, Ricardo Contreras, but he goes by Cotto. He does both our production on a lot of our podcasts. He writes sometimes. He's on the podcast sometimes. He does all the producing, and he does socials as well. So right. he's working his ass off as well. Cotto, or, big shout-out shout out to you, to too, dude. But, man, Danica, you were funny as fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> Just, like, Danica's- aggro, too. Like, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't call any shit on the Waypoint no. Twitter. No, um, no, she would she would be on top of that. It's, yeah, and Danica's amazing. She's she's great. So you know, she's off doing doing anime stuff these days. But uh, nerd, miss her. always missed, always missed. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, you want to talk about nerd? Like you've come to the right place, my friend. <laughs> like, uh, what, what, what do you are you playing anything these days? What you got going on? Yeah. So the biggest things I've been playing. So I've, 
I am m- almost 1,200 hours of Into the Breach in this year alone. Jeez, Jesus That's what I got Christ. on my Switch. Oh, I want to play that game. So good. It is so good. It's like a tactics game with little mechs and little bugs, and it is. I find it genuinely to be the most satisfying tactics game RTS? I've ever played. It's like a uh, no. It's it's more turn based. So it's turn based uh, tactics and you, uh, very like. I don't want to call it simple because you can play pretty advanced, but like it's way more parsable, I think, than most strategy games. Like you only ever have three units and you're only up against like up to 12 units. Like it's not like, oh, there's hundreds over here and there's hundreds over here. So it's like very like focused uh, and very satisfying. There was something playing, like as, yeah. as I grew up, I, I couldn't do turn based games because I'm so impatient. Like <laughs> I'm the most impatient motherfucker on the planet. And there's something about turn based that just like rattles my bones. I, I could never do it. I don't know how I got into RTS. So, cause I love every like RTS game and I just totally. turn-based stuff fucking killed me. I don't think I could do it. That's funny though. You can, you can turn the speed up really high. So like, it's only like four seconds in between turns. Oh, that's chill. It's not too bad. That's not too it's bad. It's not too, too bad. Those little bugs, yeah. they scatter around real quick. Yeah. It's really good. It's fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, I've heard great things about that. I've been looking for that. I didn't realize it came to the Switch. I know it was on PC for a bit. So I, I loved it so much. I Switch. brought my, um, before it came out on the Switch, like for E3, I brought my giant work laptop because it's like my PC gaming thing <laughs> just to play Into the Breach yeah. on the plane. So oh, I had this like 18 inch laptop on my lap and I'm just like, I gotta kill the bugs like the whole time flying to LA and back. And then it came out on the Switch like a week later. And nice. I was like, oh. They're porting right. so much to Switch now. I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. It's it's great because I love playing like I like playing games in bed. It is a thing I like to do. Not like <laughs> exciting games, but like chill games, right? Like Into the Breach is a good bedtime game. It's, it's like a good your, it's your cal- it's your safe place. It's your calming place. Like it is. It's my safe place. It's killing those bugs, you know? Extermination. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, I just do auto auto play uh, raids on Marvel Strike Force for nice. before bed. That's how you That's chill. I do. You get relaxed. <laughs> I don't, That's how I chill. You know, I don't, I'm not yeah. like in this whole hate of mobile games thing, but I will tell you, I do not like that a lot of mobile games have like an auto play option. Like, what was that? What was that fucking game you tried to get me to do, Charlie? Lineage. Lineage too. I'm literally, literally no, you're not playing, playing that right no, no, now. No. As we okay. do this. Oh, you're not shit. playing yes, it I, uh... because if you're doing auto shit, it's that's it's not pl- playing it. Yeah, I mean my character's my character's powerful enough that I can just set there let it. No, I will die on this hill. So that's fine. <laughs> you're not playing the game. You're botting. You're a bot. Charlie, you're the lowest of the low. Yeah, that's fine. You're a botter. Hey, it's 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 core mechanics, whatever. You can't I'm not cheating to do it. Fair. It just does it all. I remember its own. when it's Diablo fine. 3 first came out, I had a friend who when they had the real life uh auction house, I had a friend who had a bot going that would just farm shit to sell and he made like probably a couple hundred bucks like which doesn't sound like a lot but that's enough to make not doing anything yeah it's not bad i wouldn't say no to that no fuck that's funny (laughs) um speaking of mobile games uh, and danielle i'd love to get your opinion on this and i hope oh i just realized i hope i hope i don't get in trouble with any hot takes but this with blizzard like doing blizzard's thing right now i have i have Still defended Blizzard up until yesterday in regards to all the things that people are upset about. People are upset about a bunch of things. One, that uh, World of Warcraft is is like going downhill. That no Diablo Four, instead we have Diablo Immortal. Um, like like Starcraft stuff. Blah 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 blah. That now they're just a they're just a a shill company for Activision money making machine, et cetera, et cetera. And 
I was defending them up until yesterday. I read a report. I forgot what article it was from, but it was saying that uh, an ex-Blizzard dev who just recently left, who won't name themselves, said that all of the meetings now are more Activision marketing uh, and business people in the meetings than there are like creatives and devs. And that's such, and I, I, I swear, I've been like on the Twitter, on the Twitter, I've been like on like all of like their Facebook like ads, like I've just been like, no, fuck you guys, they're still, they're still the ch- like the company of my childhood, they, they will not fuck us over. And after reading that, I was like, oh man, maybe they are though, maybe they're, maybe they're done. Yeah, that's super upsetting. Um, God, I, I imagine that's true of a lot of the the biggest. Right. I mean, it, I mean, it like, has to I'm be sure. realistically because they're companies. They have to make money, and that makes sense. Right, but yeah. I'm I'm never going to be that person who's like, make your money. You know, defending the CEO, making the money. I'm like, of course, oh, fuck that, dude. Of course, like, I think I think a lot of us can agree. Like, yeah. you know, the CEO who makes like fifteen thousand dollars an hour when their their employees <laughs> don't. You know, obviously, fuck that. And yeah. I, my my whole defense at first was like, you know, if if Blizzard wants to make a mobile game that will make money, whatever they deserve it. They've done. They've always done right by us. But like, man, the the pieces are starting to connect. Maybe they are just like, just shitting out all the creatives they've had, and instead are just ma- like turning into money makers, which they could be. I mean, they've always been money makers, but now they could just be like, you know, they could be like Charlie's Autobot, like with his lineage here. They're just, you know. <laughs> well, I feel like that was a position of. Hey, don't hate. Don't, don't, don't hate, hate on that. I feel like that was a position of steam <laughs> until fairly recently, right? Of Fair. like, oh, they haven't even made a damn game. But I, obviously, it, it seems like all right. They're they're maybe buying up some studios. They're maybe actually going to be going back into the business of actually making games again. So I'm I'm hoping they actually turn a corner. But yeah, that's super upsetting when you hear like, oh, this is all just marketing decisions. These are all just marketing decisions, right. marketing decisions, marketing decisions. These are just moving numbers instead of actually being like player centric, uh, which I take to be less like pro consumer and more to be like, like when I talk about play centric design, that's because I'm like a both a nerd and I and I teach game design as well. So like I always tell my students like everything should be about making your player feel the player experience goals that you have set out. And that doesn't necessarily just mean feeling empowered and like the coolest badass. Like if you have a horror game it should be to make them feel disempowered and terrified and for sure. Stuff. Exactly. Like, I'm very like that's what it should be y'all but i'm also like a dirty stinky hippie who yeah. <laughs> like makes little itchio games that are you know Hilarious. for free. So that's cool too. It's just weird because you would think – I'm just so curious like how these like uh, meetings go because you would think like, all right, guys, let's go ahead and do all these shitty things at once so everyone's just mad and they forget about it instead of spreading it out because right. there was the Diablo Immortals <laughs> thing. There was some shit with like development in World of Warcraft and then also uh, Blizzard just cut out the Pro League for Heroes of the Storm, their MOBA game. Mm, that's right. So yeah. like now like mad people just lost their livelihoods. Because there's no more pro Heroes of the Storm stuff going on, so right. it's like they just—they're just doing all these things that are like anti the player, and it's just so fucking like who? I don't know if like okay if I if I if my parents made a pizza and it had poison on it, and I was like, hey, all the pepperonis poison guys, sorry, and then the next day I like. Hey, uh, I put pepper on your calzone. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. You spread that shit out. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't like put it all at once. Lighter poisoning for each meal. You uh, know, by the way, my, like, my parents never know. poison anybody. Got to throw that out there just in case anyone's ever Disclaimer. wondering. Disclaimer. Disclaimer right there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's unfortunate. I'm, uh, I've also, I'm, I'm just not the blizzard gal myself. Yeah. 
Um, I, I'm much more of a like very single player, for sure. dork wad, you know, kind of thing. Um, but I still have a lot of sympathy for that. I, I suppose some of the stuff they're doing with Overwatch League is somewhat interesting. Um, that's like the only thing they have left that's actually competitive with, I mean, like StarCraft has not been what it has. I mean, I guess except for Korea, but it'll never not be that way in Korea. But like, of course. You know, Overwatch League is still doing. T- I mean, you know, it's it happened. What is it at the Barclays or some shit? Or yeah, like, which uh, is and New wild. York Excel mm-hmm. has been doing well. So I I interviewed Ark from New York Excel recently. Oh, cool. Like I, I had him come in and, and chat a little bit. He's like a Mercy main who was like going to nursing school, which was kind of cool. It's like, oh, that's cute. You made a little connection. That right actually, there. yeah, pun intended, I guess, right? Kind of rad. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> connection. I love it. Uh, but yeah, so. There, there's some interesting stuff going on there for sure. I'm not uh, that connected to esports, but I do understand. Like other people on my team are really excited. Natalie on my team went to the finals and That's like was awesome. there and like watched them yeah. be amazing, like in the Barclays Center, and it was like packed and people were really excited. So like, all right, they still kind of got that going on, but I don't know what they're doing with their legacy brands a little bit. It feels a little yeah. like. Well, that's the funny thing. I was telling Charlie, I don't care what they do. I'll buy their shit. I'll, I mean, I'll get. I'll probably get Diablo Immortal anyway. Oh yeah, I'm people. definitely gonna get Diablo Immortal. That'll be my. That'll be my jam. But it's just, it's interesting to me that like everyone on the internet is like seeing like this fall from grace from from Blizzard and whatnot. So and it's like kind of pushing in this this realm. I wonder if that's the reason why epic games has made such a impact on with with fortnite and everything like that because mm-hmm. they listen to their community they take uh was it they take the the front of things when things don't go the way that they should like with the whole you know big sword that was going on oh, and they cut fortnite it they cut it immediately they yeah, cut it they, immediately yeah like they pay attention like they put gamers first and like that's what people want to see like but they still make a ton of money because they do it they they are smart with how they you know so push their cosmetics money. and all that stuff so like it's just interesting i hope that more companies like ea activision um there's the only two that i could think of right now uh, just, <laughs> they're the biggest yeah they're probably the two biggest so, yeah, yeah so it's like i i hope that they see that as like a as like a model to go with it's like hey pay attention to your core ga- your core user group and like you can make money with while still being a good company and not being shitty about it. Seriously. So yeah. I hope that's just uh, um you know I just hope they can see that because like it benefits everyone. Like if if companies start paying attention to what people want, they'll make better games. People will be happier and be want to spend more money as opposed to like hey let's just try to squeeze every dollar we can out of people and then yeah. make it a shitty experience. You just you're just gonna alienate all these people. So. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. It's just it it makes it makes me frustrated because like you know this is not how it was growing up. And like kids these well, days, but are you like, know what though? What if it was though, Charlie? Because I feel like we're in this time now where everything is so recorded and it's so uh, transparent because of the internet. I, I, I mean, like obviously, maybe it wasn't as sharkish back then because the the market wasn't as big for video games. But I mean, like, I, I people can't fuck up. I mean, they do obviously, but like, if, like for instance, if like one dev says like something that's like bad on twitter they're they're gonna be get like crucified like that's just how it goes yeah so like, like what with guild wars i'm always, two. i'm cu- what'd you say yeah like what happens with guild wars 2 yeah yeah oh my, jessica yeah. price yeah. Yes, yeah yes yes that was bad yeah. so i mean you have you have a bigger fall fallout now with things and just because of transparency and et cetera, et cetera. like obviously we'll never know because that time has come and gone but like you know i i can only imagine like what things were like in back backdoor meetings like with like like either Apple stuff or like um, uh, PC stuff. Because, I mean, remember, like Apple used to be in the video game world. Like Apple computers were like at some point that was what you would go for for video games, not PC. It's funny that it's, you know, flipped so hard. But 
with transparency, it's, it's just so interesting. I like, you know, we talked in our last episode, Danielle, about like hype and like how like the, the hype on the internet can like change your mind like subconsciously without you even realizing it. you can get pissed without without even knowing or something. And I, I, I attribute <laughs> I attribute like just the internet to a lot of these feelings and emotions and how we how we see like realistically Diablo Immortal shouldn't be something to get angry about. Like, OK, sure. Like they're they didn't announce their Diablo 4. They, they did this mobile thing, whatever. But it shouldn't have been that big a deal. But because of the hype, that's that's right. people are fucking pissed. People are like yeah. pissed, so pissed, so mad, so so mad. Patrick on my team always says like when we talk about this sort of stuff, and like we talk a lot about like abuse, like people who are straight up abusing people oh, on Twitter sure. and like or any social media platform, and like how much easier it is to just get people whipped up into a frenzy now because sure. that's 100%. what things are. Things are like all about like. Like you know, glomming onto whatever the discourse is of the day or the issue is of the day, and like almost making it part of your personality to get mad about certain things or to for like, sure. You know, I, I think Twitter's absolutely the, the, too much. <laughs> Twitter's know? probably the prime contender there. I feel like yeah. that's where people that's yeah, where they fall into so it. I, I, so much- I would uh, hate to have influence on Twitter. I'd be terrified because <laughs> you you have like a nice you have a nice following, don't you? Like. I, I I just because I I post like the dumbest memes and stupid shit and I, I like I don't want to get in trouble for that. <laughs> right, right, yeah, no, I mean like I have to be careful. I have my private Twitter and I have my public Twitter. Exactly. I have to be very careful. And like I'm a very like open person. Like I will talk about fucking whatever. Right. Obviously, unless it's like super personal, <laughs> right? But like I will talk about most things on Twitter, and then people will get very mad at me. And I've of definitely. Course. I've definitely had people come after me in a really shitty way uh, for, for like really not the biggest deal that kinds of things, or of maybe course. I didn't think it was the biggest deal, uh, but it is the problem with it is not that Twitter exists or that people have these feelings, right? It's more that like the platform kind of sucks for having real conversations. And like, there are a lot of like jackasses who are not arguing in good faith when it, when it for comes sure. to a lot of things like there, there are certainly people who have very valid, angry feelings. Right. But there's also like a lot of people who are just trying to fuck with you. There's a lot of trolls, oh, totally. there's a lot of abuse. So the platform just sucks a little bit for this, but it is also like, I, I also, I get a lot out of Twitter, right? Like I have met a lot of really rad people on Twitter. I've had like some actually amazing conversations on Twitter and Twitter is also where I find out about a lot of things because there, it's all happening in real time, right? Like, I mm-hmm. see a lot of news on Twitter. I see, like, a lot of creators that I think are amazing and, and have cool things to share on Twitter. So it's, like, it's difficult. And it is a lot. And I do think the hype cycle is negatively affected by this, too. Because when I was a kid, I would get super hyped about things. Sometimes they weren't the best thing. I think I probably <laughs> spent, like, four years being excited about Donkey Kong 64. Played that game. I liked it. And now I look back and I'm like... I spent like years of my life <laughs> like being <laughs> excited about this game and it's it's not great. Rare did amazing things in the 90s. They did incredible things in the N64 era. Some of my favorite games ever. Somehow this was not the one. This Hilarious. was not the amazing thing that they made. Uh, but not, now yeah. it does feel like we're all up on all these details about games or we're all up on whatever controversy about a game and it becomes like this like heated fart chamber we're all like in this horrible thing like things are about to explode and and everything feels so much more fraught than maybe it really is i I love the metaphor of heated fart chamber that's what it feels like twitter's official name you know heated heated fart fart chamber yeah i don't use twitter like at all so it's like i have a twitter i've been trying to more like i'll go on the overachievers like twitter and like try to just like hey like what y'all playing this weekend or like stupid shit like that yeah 
I, I yeah, I, I just not very like I'm better with Instagram. I definitely sure. like prefer Instagram just because I, I feel like I, I have. It's because we're creatives, dummy. We like pretty pictures and all that stuff. We I can't get yeah, handle right? text. <laughs> That's why <laughs> it's like I have to use my brain and read this. Nah, I just want to see like pretty sunsets and like some ad for some air, like shoes that I've seen like 15 million times. Exactly, already. exactly. Uh, so like with Twitter, I'll just like try to have conversations and people usually don't answer it. I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. Twitter yeah. <laughs> takes right. so long to get any kind of like, unless you do something controversial or or you have like that one perfect tweet that goes viral, it takes forever it's so funny. to have Speaking, like, like any kind of following on I it. Just, so. I just, someone in my clan, my Destiny clan posted this video and it was this girl and it was Voices of Anime. Did you see this video? <laughs> no. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. Okay, you know, you, I'm gonna clearly. I'll post the link in here. But it's just a girl, <laughs> and she's like, "This is my voice one day on anime," and then she's like, "This is my voice uh, two weeks in anime," and then she's like, "This is my voice three weeks in anime," and then the last frame is her coming in, and she uh, says a like a Japanese line, really super deep voice. And I swear to God, I laughed for a solid hour. I laughed so hard. <laughs> so she had like a hundred followers, and then after that tweet, I, I'm just okay. I'm just, I'm just so curious of what it went up to, because. She posted something like uh, 10,000 followers in, in two minutes. Thanks, world. Like, just stupid. Because it happens. You do one funny yes. or viral thing, boom, you're fucking set. Blown and then out. anything you tweeted to, like, your, you know, 200 or whatever followers that was, like, totally appropriate for 200 people. Now people are, like, tearing it apart. Like, right. excuse me, did you say this thing? And it's like... <laughs> Oh God, I'm sorry. This was like a joke to my friend, and like I'm really sorry. Like I didn't mean to be shitty to you, but like oh now you have like true. eyes on your stuff, mm-hmm, and it's true. a different world. It's like yeah, wild I, have, I, I have some super old tweets where I was getting really frustrated with an ex girlfriend from like like oh, ten Charlie, years you, ago you that I have that, to dude. figure out and delete. Well, the problem is I have like nine thousand tweets that I have. See, I, I, I just started Instagram, using Twitter in the so. last I don't know like year and a half. I I made oh, it right. a while ago, but like. My tweets were just not. I didn't like. They weren't real. Oh no! I made it in 2015 because that was the best way to check uh, the MTA uh, if it was like yep. if something was down. So I made it to follow the like the MTA support or what the fuck ever. And so I never tweeted anything. And then like we we started doing podcast stuff. And I was like, oh, let me like actually make a presence or some dumb <laughs> shit. Yeah. All my stuff is like usually bad fart jokes or. <laughs> I'll retweet one. I'll yeah. retweet one of your we, old we bad can, fart jokes. We can do it, yeah. Oh, my That's God. Not, I can't believe <laughs> yes, the, please. The funny thing. The funniest thing about this, dude, it. is uh, Danielle. Oh, Danielle is the sweetest fucking person on the planet. When I was first actually doing <laughs> Twitter stuff, I just remember this. You would retweet everything I tweeted to help me out because you're such a fucking angel. And it, I forgot all about that, that you would do that. I would say, like, the dumbest thing or what the fuck ever. And you'd be like, oh, check my friend out. And I just feel like... <laughs> Uh, I wanted to help you. You're so sweet. <laughs> it's I'm not. It's not like I have a million followers or anything. It was just like, let's get some eyeballs on you. You want to have like more of a presence in the gaming world, and and a lot of people who follow me follow me for gaming stuff. So it was uh, like, oh, let's let's get these out. And it was it was cute. You're such an angel. I'm gonna let you oh, choke me out as many times as you want. And <laughs> oh, you get, thanks. And you but I'm not gonna learn from that, Dom. I need to learn. He'll, he'll put up a little bit of a fight. It's fine. All right. I always put up a fight. I let yes. all the white belt. Here's the thing. Non-gaming related. Yeah. I see this com- this talk all the time. And like, and there's the, there's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu subreddit, obviously. And, you know, there some dude, will, like someone will post like, like, oh, man, like, do you guys ever get bummed when a lower belt taps you out? Or conversations like this happen all the time. And I always say, like, you can equate this to anything in life. If you're better 
than someone at something, regardless of what it is. It doesn't help them to learn by just steamrolling over them, you know. Right. And I've legitimately got caught by lower belts. You've legitimately caught me before. I've never told you. Really? And I, won't, I won't ever tell you. Um, okay. Yeah, I have a really well, bad. I have a really bad right shoulder. So if you get that shoulder, uh, you're gonna you're gonna get me a submission, a real submission out of me, not just like, oh, you got me, okay. But no matter <laughs> gotcha. what you do in life, if you're better than someone at something and they're trying to learn, it doesn't help them to learn by just beating the shit out of them, like yeah. either emotionally, physically, whatever you know. In jujitsu term, physically and emotionally too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I make both. fun of you. I, I sing in your ear while we're doing jujitsu. You know, I'm just the worst. Just like uh, whispering sweet nothing. She's like, tap out, tap out. Tap no, out. I don't. No, I don't. No, I, I mean, like, if, like, there's a song I like that's whatever Mark Morrison Return of the Mac comes on and we're doing jujitsu, I don't care. That whole song is being sung by me while that's we right. roll. That's you know, you know what you have right. to do is you got to start singing Baby Shark while you do it. Baby Shark? What is that? Do you not know what Baby Shark is, Dom? No, what is it? Oh, my God. Okay, I'm gonna send. I'll, I'll send the link in the in the Discord, so you gotta take a look. But it's essentially it's like it goes like baby shark do 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 baby shark do 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 do, and you just be like tap out dom do 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 tap out dom do do. It's so good. It's so good. It's I become like a it. national treasure. It's great. I love it. This sounds terrible. It's now, great. Now, it, dude, now, it's super now I'm catchy. thinking back, it's like, man, am I actually the asshole that's just singing while he does jujitsu? But no. my point stands. You need to do opera <laughs> while you do jujitsu. That'd be amazing. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm uh, gonna find know, this real quick while we do it. You know, Charlie, I had a serious thing going on. I was giving the people some 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 advice on some life. wisdom. Some wisdom, <laughs> Dami. I'm not watching that. No, you have I'm, to I'm do it right watch now. It later. Do it right now. No, no, no. Real time follow up. Do it. Just do it. All right, two seconds, two seconds. <laughs> I'm doing the pose. I know nobody loud. can see it because it's radio. Play it loud so you can pose. hear it. Pink Fong. Yes. It's so good. Someone animated this. Someone actually animated yes. this. Look how, many, look how many views it has on YouTube, too. I refuse because that'll make me feel bad about myself. <laughs> it's got two billion views. This is so oh my cute. God. <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm not mad about it. Like awesome. But this man, is adorable. So God good. Damn it, Daniel. This is going in the show notes for sure. Oh yeah, I guess I guess we should plug Baby Shark, right? <laughs> you have to. Okay, if you sang that during jujitsu, I I would not be mad at all. There you go. I'm oh, saying prof- that's, that's gotta be your go to. Professor so gets make- mad that I listen to like Korean hip hop, so if I'm sure if I sang <laughs> Baby shark. He does. Just well, make it your yeah. own. You'd be fine. <laughs> I've always, you, you know, I have, I have zero aspirations to ever do like an actual like mixed martial arts fight. I like doing mixed martial arts for fun and for exercise. But if I ever did, well, I would. You could compete in grappling. For yeah, sure. I could be in grappling, but I don't have a walkout song. Because where I'm getting to is if I ever had a walkout song, I would love to, for it to be Why Can't We Be Friends. And I, I just. I think that would work psychologically against my opponent, mm-hmm. or baby, obviously, or baby, baby shark, shark. or yeah. baby shark, yeah, yeah. baby shark. I, um, I might want baby shark to shark be my do, fight do, name do, 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 if yeah, I ever have one. Right. Danielle, baby I'm, shark. I'm, I'm bringing this back around. We we we, we lost <laughs> track with baby shark. Um, Danielle, do you play Fortnite at all? I did for a while. So this is really dorky. Uh, Waypoint did a Fortnite of Fortnite streams. <laughs> we. Played it for two weeks. Yep. Fair. Mm-hmm. Fair. That's us. If you want to know anything about Waypoint, this is how we roll. We are nerds. Um, 
And I really enjoyed it, actually. And again, I don't play a ton of multiplayer stuff. Uh, most people, like, Joel and my team is super obsessed with multiplayer. It, like, we're, we're sort of, like, opposite players. Like, yeah. I love psychological shit and narrative and single-player mm -hmm. games and horror games and tactics games and immersive sims. Like, the nerdiest shit. And he is, like, a dude who enjoys his, you know, like, he, he does play Dark Souls. That is his, like, nerd... Ver the bridge to nerddom here. But he's like Rocket League and obsessed with Destiny and like he really loves playing with other people. Sure. Um, so like I'm not against it. It's just not my like primary mode of playing games. For sure. So we all played this for two weeks and we had a really good time. We were like oh there's there's oh, there there. You know it's a really well designed experience. Like it is actually very fun um, and it's pretty easy to get into and at least do something with it even if you suck at shooting and I'm not great at it like you can at least like be a builder you can at least like do something for your team which is which is kind of nice so Hilarious. yeah it's well, just really accessible I asked because game. they just have their they came out their new season uh like what That's a week right. ago and now Charlie right two That's weeks two weeks yeah two weeks oh. uh people are going crazy it's apparently like the best season the snap blah 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 uh, I mean I was never the biggest Fortnite fan. I just play it when I'm bored, when I have nothing else to do, or I'm sure. done playing. Because I, I mostly play Destiny 2. That's like my main game. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so like when I'm like, when I'm done too much, I'll hop, I'll hop over obviously to Fortnite, just because it's so easy. And uh, man, I'm really bummed. I missed the sword. There was like a broken ass sword that they took out <laughs> in like days because it was just so fucking broken. The funny thing about this game is the, um, the possibilities for broken. Like mechanics are just so out there. They're just like, and I think that I think like that kind of makes it more fun because I agree. I super agree. Yeah. Like there was I, there was I this gun in games. exactly. I love when games are broken because they usually like there was a gun in Destiny Prometheus Lens when it first came out in PvP in like any of the the PvP modes, it was insta kill and it's a la it's a laser, and so yeah. it was for a solid week there was laser tag. In Destiny, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That's what people were calling it laser tag, and it was Good. the most fun that PvP has been in forever. Because if yeah. it just touched you, you were just disintegrated. And obviously, that wasn't how it was supposed to be. Uh, and the devs took it out. Obviously, like they took they took out Prometheus Lens out of the game completely for like a solid like I don't know a couple months or something. Uh, sure. But let me tell you, for a, a week, uh, PvP was the most fun thing on the planet with laser tag. If you didn't have it, you you, you couldn't go in. That that's like hilarious. Oh, that sounds so good. I I love it when games break, and I love it when games allow you to break them. There's a, a game called Prey, which had DLC this oh, yeah, year, Prey. so I guess it's 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 somewhat relevant. But which represents to me like the epitome of a game that is like designed to let you break it. There were ways. So it's an immersive sim, so there's like a million ways through any given room, and you can kind of spec your character with different powers and that sort of thing. Uh, there was a way to to beat that game, like. Early on, I don't. Do you guys follow speedrunning much at all? I, I, I enjoy know of it. I, I, I enjoy watching. It's one there. of my favorite things because it shows how ridiculous. games are broken, especially right? like, like especially how, every N sixty four game ever made. Yes, yeah, same, same. I watch that stuff. So like during my workday, I am watching speedrunners like just practice their games and like figure out new tricks and things like that. Just like while I'm working, because I just find it so interesting. It's like this is all the places where the game is held together with duct tape, and a speedrunner <laughs> has like blazed through it, you know, kind of thing, like. Which is so fun and so exciting. So Prey was, like, this amazing, incredible game that had so many different, like, player verbs. Like, you could do so many wild things in this game that weren't even super obvious at first. And within, like, a week of the game coming out, there was a day where the speed run for it went from, like, an hour to, like, ten minutes. 
And it's because there's like an object in the game where you can basically break through all the geometry and like make like a stairway to heaven to like the final ending of the game. And I was just hilarious. Amazing. Like, and like a developer, I think they actually knew that you could kind of break the game with this thing. And they were like, have at, have fun. Isn't there a whole Twitch channel that's dedicated just to speedrunning? I think. Yeah, there's I'm a few actually. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a couple. There's like speed runs. There's uh, like speed de- speed runs archive. I think in speed demos, I can like yeah. send links. But yeah, I I watch they're, a lot of speed running. I just there's something about Super Mario sixty four that I really oh, enjoy yeah. watching people break. Yes, and there's so have- many. There's so many. I, like, it's funny because at the time, all like N sixty four games. Obviously, like at the time, they were you know ahead of like ahead of their time. That's so funny to say that out loud. I'm an idiot. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, now you could just, that's like the size of like a one kilobyte, like word document is like the whole game, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's, watching people just like destroy it is hilarious. It's yeah, incredible. There... there are, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Wasn't there something, uh, with like Mario 64 that there were like coins on top of the, the castle that you can get up to because the devs knew that you could actually get up there. So they left coins for you to find. Well, there's, there's a few things like yeah. that that are just wild that it's just like, you can jump to the top without even playing the rest of the game. Like yeah. there's a way of like glitching your way to the top and there's, there's stuff up there and there's all this, there's somebody, and this was like a whole story. And we, we sort of dove into like, sorry, dived into like what happened with him later. But a few years ago, um, there was a story about this guy who is like on a quest to beat the game without ever actually hitting the jump button, like by like sliding on your belly across most of the game and like doing all this stuff. It's called like the half a press run. So the, it's it's wild. It's like the physics of this game allow you to beat this game without ever f- actually jumping, like fully that's, jumping, which is nuts. Too, too but it's just so right? fucking funny that we're at a point where people like like video game content people are are just thinking the most ridiculous fucking shit to to put it out there. That fucking dude tried doing Super Mario or did, I guess, Super Mario 64 without jumping. Like that's 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 amazing or like the ways you can do shortcuts in mario kart games like somebody figured out the math of like where the game is like checking to make sure you made a full lap and they figured out like in this one track in the wii version of mario kart that you can like skip through a mountain and like do like a 20th of the lap and it counts as a lap and it's just like they made a chart with all the math of like the, the like scripting of how it works it's bananas i just find this stuff amazing it's like this is how these objects of in in my case like mario 64 and like mario kart 64 like my childhood i was like 13 when i got that console and was like immersed in these worlds and so obsessed with it and then like now figuring out these bits and pieces of how it was put together and how it can be broken is like mind-blowing you know it's so cool you could you also said uh side note you said that you also do like video game teaching like design teaching right what's that about yeah, so it's rad. So I've been teaching. I've been like a an adjunct professor for like ten years now at Berkeley, the music college, and Holy shit. I teach. Yeah, I teach game design and I teach film classes because I, I, like I said, I, I went to film school. I got my master's in in film production, and then went into all sorts of weird things with my career. But yeah, I have so much fun. I was actually grading a bunch of like final projects today. I have them basically do a game design document uh, to like design an imaginary game and like go hmm. through bunch of cool stuff it is so much fun it is like the most fun that i have in a given I love week that this is a thing now too with like yeah. but like when i was in college we didn't have like the film we had like a media com major essentially yeah and there was yeah. a game design class in it and it's cool because now you're seeing this more like 
it's more prevalent in a lot of colleges, like video game design. And also a couple of colleges are doing like pro video game type, yeah. like majors in, in, in studies and shit, which is really fucking how do you how do you teach that how to be a pro video game player? I don't know. I, you know, like. <laughs> Well, like, there's there's always been, like, DigiPen and a couple of other schools that have had, like, that is the degree, is, like, designing games. Uh, and now, yeah, I know there's definitely games, there are definitely, like, courses that are, like, esports oriented, which is, like, wow. Because we don't even have, like, courses that are necessarily, like, if you're, like, an amazing basketball player, right? Like, and you're at, like, a, you know, a top 10 school or something for basketball. It's not like they have a class. Seriously. Right? It's like you're in the program, right? Like, you yeah. play the sport for the school, but it's not, like... Oh, here's the class in how to be a great basketball player, right? So it's, like, fascinating. I don't know. It's obviously um, – I love teaching game design. It's, like, super, super fun for me. Uh, but it is also, like, because it's at Berkeley, it's very audio-oriented. And I'm right. not, like – I don't have an audio degree. It's just that, like, I have, uh, you know, my my film degree. And then I made a whole bunch of, like, little games and things like that. So, right. So I'm like I'm sitting there like audio is real important and here's all the other ways that like you know sound design has been so incredible in all of these games and, and that's what I can like basically offer them which is how do you fun, find the right? time because <laughs> yeah, oh, you, you, you do so way much busier than me yeah well she EMT also is a volunteer too. EMT dude <laughs> <laughs> like I oh just like God. being busy that's what I tell people like I really I love all the things I get to do. Like, I feel like I'm very lucky because I get to do cool things. You do. You do uh, cool so, shit, dude. You do cool, cool shit. Let's let's run down. Fun. Managing editor waypoint, yeah. onto EMT, mm-hmm. fucking uh, adjunct professor, and you do jujitsu. You're pretty yeah. fucking cool. I don't know. Oh, thanks, thanks. I got some pets too. They're cute. Your, your pets are cute as fuck. <laughs> what's your dog's name? <laughs> yeah, you've heard you've heard from one of them at least. Quite yeah. What's your pup's here. name? His name is Drake, like the rapper. Fuck yeah! I mean, I, I'm a big. I was gonna say like the uh, like the animal, <laughs> like, like oh, the animal God, Charlie. It was oh, sort of a God. play on, uh, on Jake and Finn. Oh my like. God! You went with the animal, Drake, like the animal. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I, we're all nerds here. I never want to shame anyone for being a nerd. You know. But you just did it, Charlie. You somehow on a nerd bit. podcast just got shamed for being a nerd. I want you to think about that. <laughs> How did that work? The physics of that. Speaking of the physics of Mario 64, the physics of that. We just like broke some kind of yeah, wall down. I don't know. You know. All right. Shut her down, guys. That's shut it. Her da- We're shutting her down. Thanks for the podcast. It's over. That's great. <laughs> uh, speaking of the <laughs> podcast, we just had our we had our uh, contest finally ended. Someone won. What? We had yeah, a contest it was a, real, a month ago. It was a real contest. It was a real prize. It was not fake. Someone actually got it. We gave away um, a Logitech gaming keyboard and, and gaming headset. Nice. Yeah, through uh, the Vast Agency, they just like do a bunch of cool like giveaways and shit. Let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug this dude who won because I feel like he deserves it. Flatone at Flatone F L A T O N E on Twitter. Uh, you getting that shit soon, dude? I sent the tracking number, so legit. <laughs> well, nice, I, it's awesome. When the official winning happened, it was the 14th, and I was on my commercial, so I couldn't. I couldn't uh, send it out yet. So I was like, hey, just let you know, I don't get back from work until like the 20th. I'm sorry. Like, you'll have to wait. He's like, oh, it's okay. But in my head, I'm like, oh my God, he's probably think it's fake. He's like, he's not, it's going to be shit. You know, we got, because we got called out a lot that it was fake, that it wasn't a real contest and no one was yeah. getting anything. Uh, which is just, you know, back to that whole hype internet just culture call out shit. Nerds. Um, people get real mad. People get mad. People get pissed. Even when we're doing like fun giveaway stuff, people get mad. Yeah. 
Yeah, chill, especially like chill. deleting Instagrams and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so annoying. Oh, no. Too soon. Hashtag so too soon. Yeah, it's, so it's fine. It happens. We'll build it back. Slowly, yeah, slowly guys, but surely. I know we talked about this briefly in the last podcast, but have you guys played Smash at all? Dom, I still haven't played it. I don't have it yet. Well, here's the thing. It's, there is a video game-sized present under the tree. I asked Mallory for a Smash. I'll be right back. And this isn't, I'm not opening it. I need to show you. You just need to see. All right. I understand. I understand. All right. So this is happening. It's Have happening. you played Smash? This is real Have you time. played Smash now? Yet or no? Yes. I've played I've, some Smash. It's, yeah. it's great. It's good Smash. It's a good Smash. It is a good Smash. Yeah. So, so okay. this, this is a video game size present. If this is a Super might Smash Brothers, Smash in there. I'm going to fucking cry. Or it might be a book. <laughs> Could be a good book, you know? I should probably not a- fuck with this. No, you probably shouldn't. You <laughs> can do, wait two actually, more days, Tom. No, we're actually opening presents tonight, funny enough. Oh, Aww. there you go. Then you well, can get we're going, to my, we're going to my parents tomorrow, and we don't feel like carrying everything, so we're just going to do our stuff tonight, and then we get home. That's fair. I got Tonight's- my mama. Oh, my God. I can't, I, got, I can't wait to document this. I got my mama. Well, actually, Mallory did, because she's the best fucking person on the planet. She, that I also am part of, got my mom a Google Home Mini. And oh my, uh, my mother's not going to have any idea how to use it. This is my mother. This is her trying to stab me with a butter knife. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, That's a good picture. A, if you haven't seen the video of the old Italian grandma trying to use the Google Home, you have to. And I, this is how my mother's going to be. It's like an old thing. Hey, Google. And I swear <laughs> to God, this is going to be my mother fucking come Tuesday. Uh. Tom, That's so good. how do I, what, what, what is this thing for? What do I, what, 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 you, what do I got to do with this? And uh, yeah, it's going to be me like, well, mom, you can ask it things. Uh, are you the fucking FBI? What is this? You know, I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Please document this. Yeah, I cannot recorded. wait to see this. It'll get recorded. It needs to be a video. It'll go, it'll go on the social media. So don't worry. I can't wait. Oh my Makes goodness. Excited to see that. I'm very excited to see that. Oh man. Can I, I ask, to... even though I'm not the host? Can I ask what your favorite video game Christmas moment of your whole life was? Oh, man. That's a good one. It could just be a favorite. It doesn't need to be the the canonical favorite. Like, a favorite. We need to have more questions to ask people, Don. We need to be better prepared. I know. Holy shit. Danielle, you just fucking knocked out the ballpark. I'm, like, (laughs) blown away. I don't even know what to say right now. We're just sitting here. We just talk about video games. You're like, oh, yeah, I guess we should, like, you know. Have questions, I guess. I guess no, that's the I just, whole point. I just want to know because, like, <laughs> you you painted such a beautiful picture of your grandmother and your mom, and I was like, oh, I, w- I wonder what like like little Dom like on some Christmas at some point well, you, like, you know, got you like know, a great uh, game. You know, you know the video of that kid who got the N sixty four and freaked the fuck out. That might as well have been me because not only that, <laughs> my favorite color is green, and my mother got me the see through green N sixty four. Yes, yes. Uh, oh my and when, god! And when I opened that present, I fucking flipped i flipped the fuck out i flipped the fuck out yeah probably that that's good that's yeah. really good, that's very good and then if this is smash this too that'll be that'll be good we can play it's together a, it's uh, a good smash it is a great I, smash i grew up not in the video game world so i didn't have video games until college for the most part um or like when i built my own pcs and and, and what what have you so like, oh, your parents I didn't, didn't let have, you play right no, they didn't let me play. They didn't let me watch uh, anything other than public television, like PBS, growing up. That's so, so adorable. I was raised very conservative. Are you Christian. an only? Ch- are you an only child? No, no, no. I have two brothers and sisters. Oh, I thought so. Yeah. So, well, I, I, have a brother I, I assume. Sister, so. uh, I assume it's because I'm the baby of six, and my parents were like, "Ah, whatever, kid, do whatever you want." You know, at that point, <laughs> yeah. you could only have so much patience, I guess. With the 
six fucking kids, especially when they're all assholes, <laughs> like my siblings and I. You know? I like the, that a lot. Well, the joke was always, you know, my parents have owned restaurants my whole life. And the joke was yeah. always that they only had restaurants so they can feed all the kids, you know? <laughs> that's kind of cute. Yeah. I, that's practical. I, but yeah, I get but it. the funny, th- you know, it's funny how fucking drastically different. I just realized how drastically different our childhoods were, Charlie. My parents got me video games because, like, I, I had to be at the restaurant with them all the time. So they would stick me in the office with, like, a Sega Genesis. And I was like, okay, we don't have to worry about Dom. He'll, he'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> he won't yeah. stab himself in there. You know? yeah, my, exactly. my parents just compared me to drug addicts. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't want to give a drug addict drugs, would you? I'm like, oh, my God, this is happening. <laughs> wow! <laughs> serious. That's an actual conversation I had with my dad. Stern, stern, like, stern family stuff like that is – my parents had their own similar way. When I first started getting tattoos, I got my first tattoo when I was 16. And that's that's when my parents decided to get serious. And they're like, dumb. Like, you know, it's everyone in jail has tattoos. Like, you you want to be like a criminal, right? And I was like, oh, my God, it's the future, guys. You could relax on this. But that's just, <laughs> like some, when, when families are stern, that's, you know. Yeah, it's intense. When they choose so to be intense. it. Yeah, I definitely had a Sega Genesis as my as my play, playmate growing up. So I, I had the opposite effect as Charlie. My mom likes Super Nintendo, funny enough. That's why I go buck wild now, though. Oh, yeah, you're just making up all the lost time. I'm making up all the lost time, yeah, for sure. So we'll spin it back around. Daniel, what was your best Christmas experience since this was the Christmas episode? Yeah, I have a few really good ones, but one that sticks out for sure was probably Christmas of 97, most likely. I got Diddy Kong Racing. Dude, Diddy Kong Racing fucking ruled. I will die on this hill. I will die on this hill. (laughs) Diddy Kong Racing was. You had airplanes, hover boats, fucking like a regular. Secret world? Yeah. There was a secret world. That game was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It was fantastic. It was so good. And I remember like. That's what I want to know. I think because. I think it, it was one of those that got lost in the rare Nintendo divorce. Not divorce, whatever. They were like a third party or really? a second party. It was a weird, they had a weird relationship during the N64 era, and now Microsoft owns them. So, like, there are a couple of games that were on Rare, re- that weren't on Rare Replay when Rare put out, like, a couple of years ago. They put out, like, greatest hits of Rare, and, like, Goldeneye was not on it because there was a licensing Whoa. thing, and then Diddy Kong Racing wasn't on it, even though Banjo Kazooie was, and Donkey Kong 64 wasn't on it. Because it was like a Nintendo property, whole fucking thing. Holy anyway, shit. sorry, I'm going way off here. Well, I love that you know. Great all game. That, <laughs> I'm <a> nerd, <laughs> right? Like big dork. I would I assume the managing editor game. at Waypoint should know all this, so I guess I'm, I shouldn't be surprised. To, right? Yeah, it's part of my job. You know, exactly. just, like, being this big of a dork, I just like try to try to say, oh, it's just part of my job. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Fucking I'm not really true. a dork. Uh, but I remember playing that and just being like. The first world was like a dinosaur world. And it was so cool because it was like partially, it was a racing game, obviously, but it had like an adventure mode. There was all this cool, I fucking like, love the adventure mode. Yeah, it was so good. It was like a little bit of Mario 64 in that kind of like Seriously. Mario Kart sort of thing. So like you could explore and there were like hidden pathways and hidden keys and all this challenge stuff. So I remember going through the dinosaur world and then getting to the like Christmas snow world and being like, wow, it's so Christmassy, <laughs> like on Christmas. And I was just like, this is amazing. And also Seriously. I, 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 the <laughs> amount of time that I just sat in the airplane and just flew around doing nothing was, was so too good. much, too much. Oh, it's such a great game. I loved it. Man, now so. I, I, if that came out, if they ported that to Switch or like a new version, I'd be so happy. Yeah, Same. that'd be super fun and, and whatnot. I think it's so, so good. Watching speedruns of that game, by the way, fascinating. 
Just really? I never even thought yeah. of that one. I, I, that, I haven't thought of that game in, I don't know, a decade. <laughs> Since 1997. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably. 20 years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Shit. Oh, my before we huh. before we finish it, everything up, I'm curious, uh, Danielle. What are what is your favorite game series or game? I should say. My easy answer for like my favorite game ever is probably Psychonauts, um, which is like a very colorful and bright and funny like adventure platformer hybrid. Because it's just all the Th- things. This I is love. the most Danielle answer I could have expected of the know, favorite, right? of your favorite fucking game. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, but I also I also love the Mario series. I also love the Zelda series. Like my biggest things as a player, I love exploring. Like I love exploring worlds. I love like being mm-hmm. able to mess around and do all kinds of things. And uh, yeah, those are probably among my favorite. Although my among my favorite recent games, most things that Arcane makes, like Dishonored, Dishonored Two, and Prey, oh, interesting, way up there because like Prey was good. again, you explore and like. You can interact in like hundreds of ways. Prey, I think, went a little bit under the radar. I don't think a lot of people (laughs) played it. Granted, it's a Bethesda studio, you know, uh, marketed game and whatnot, but they didn't really do much like advertising for it. But I really loved it. I loved the storyline and everything that was in that game. It was was great. And I think they had DLC that came out recently, like maybe six months ago, that I need to check out. Really good. It's my number two. The DLC for that is my number two game of this year. It's called Moon Crash, and it's incredible. I'll have to check it out. So, yeah, it's really There might good. be some holiday sales on it right now, so I'll have to see. Yeah. And they keep putting DLC out for it, too. So there was, like, this major DLC this summer, and then they just put out something, like an escape room mode hmm. or something, which is, mm-hmm. I haven't touched it out. yet, but that looks cool, too. So, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of good okay. stuff on, on sale right now, Dom. You should definitely check it out for sure. Not, you know, because you can afford to, you know, sit and play all these games now that they don't work a uh, nine to five anymore yeah nine to five life is over well i can afford it now until i, I don't get that salary yeah. position at my, yeah. the creative agency so hopefully that is faster that sooner than uh, later you'll be fine <laughs> you'll uh, get you. it it'll be all right positive I, vibes i, I, I saw so, i have all these i have a such a giant backlog of games from since i have games pass i just like download every game that seems interesting and they're just sitting in my queue of like hey you should play this yeah, that's what I have for my PS4. So it's the same Perfect. thing. <laughs> I did play that's Halo great. Wars. That was like the thing I just did because I have it for free. That game is surprisingly fun. I, I didn't expect I to like it. it. I didn't yeah. expect to like it, but it's pretty good. I'm just like, nice. I any sci-fi game, if it's in- interesting, I'll just get sucked into it story-wise just because I love sci-fi dork shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, sci-fi shit just sucks me up. But uh, yeah, Danielle, thank you so much for coming on. You're the fucking thank best. You. This was so much fun. I really, really enjoyed it. I'll come on whenever. Like, I love it. Fuck yeah. That's we 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 are gonna start having like people on again. We're, this is what our twelfth episode, Charlie. This is yeah, a twelfth episode. So like, we'll, I think we'll start doing regulars like around like maybe fifteen or sixteen something. I feel, like that. I, feel, I think that's pretty. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, because then, then we'll have enough in the in the archives that you know it's it's like people who have been listening to the show. We have like I think we are up around like five hundred subscribers because we have an average nice. of about three hundred to 400 downloads so right i'm pretty happy what's funny because so there's been a couple episodes where they just spiked randomly like huge spike and then it's like back to the normal and it's like okay whatever I, you know i'll take it i'll take whatever it yeah we had one episode that had 1800 downloads it was strange nice. it was hilarious yeah. it's kind of awesome that's how podcasts are it's weird it's like oh yeah yeah steady 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 and then whop and yeah. then like steady 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 true yeah, yeah. that's fine but, but yeah, now, thank I you guess, so much i guess for future episodes we'll just have to start uh asking questions yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll get it down. You don't better. have to have questions. We'll get it down. We'll get it down better. No, I like that. I like that. 
<laughs> no, we're, we're we're working on some things. Dom and I are, are working on stuff for like uh, we're doing a Patreon. We're going to start up in in the new year and all that stuff. And then oh, we're yeah. also doing Patreon like, stuff. We're going to get some fucking sponsors and do some cool yeah, things. We ha- and we'll have we things have to some... give out and T-shirts and things and swag and yeah, we know. have we have a lot of plans and whatnot. But like the thing that we're we're experimenting with ideas is like having like kind of trivia games with 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 the guests that we have on. So I think it'll be that kind of fun. Fun. I like that. So yeah. we haven't we haven't fully fleshed it out yet, but I think it'll be a fun. Well, I feel, if you have a, if you do like Patreon stuff, you have to do obviously stuff that are like engaging to the audience, especially people that are that are your patrons. Yeah. So it's just tough to think of the things that will like make it stick and make it matter for people to actually support yeah, us. Yeah, and and it's also unique too because like you know there's a million and one other podcasts out there. So yeah, but, some but, are better than others though. So yeah, but none know. of them none of them got these though. You no. know, Look at those guns. Jesus Christ, none of them Look got those these. Guns. Yeah. See, the thing is, when we start when we start uh, streaming the podcast, people can see that I was flexing and not just hear that I was flexing. There, there was a flex. I feel like they could hear. Can't they hear the fabric like rip straining at your arms there, like straining you just, as your. You just hear my disdain through the mic. <laughs> through the breathe, it's just like. <sighs> you, you, you hear that? What that, that? What's that current meme going around? Like weird flex, but okay. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's weird flex, but that's Dommy's life. That's my that's my Tom, fucking so. life is weird flex, but okay. Weird flex, but okay. It's fine. Uh, cool. cool. Fuck yeah. I this was this was uh, Danielle. You're the best. You're the fucking best. So uh, Danielle, where can where can people find you if they want to like follow you on social media or anything like that? Absolutely. They can follow me on Twitter at Danielle R I. I'm on Instagram Danielle two thirteen. And if you want to read all the cool things at Waypoint, which I write some of them. Uh, waypoint.vice.com. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You can find Waypoint also on Twitter. Just at Waypoint. Cool. Awesome. Well, this has been episode 12 of the Overachievers podcast. And I totally forgot to plug our Instagrams and Twitters at the beginning, but it's okay. We'll do it now. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at OG.podcast. That's new from last time. OG.podcast, which I'm surprised we actually got that uh, handle, which is strange. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at OverachieversP on Twitter. Thanks again, Danielle, for being a guest Thank on you. our show, and we'll catch you guys next time. Later, man. Happy holidays. This, this is the Christmas episode, I suppose, or holiday episode. This was sleigh bells. sleigh bells play. That's not a sleigh bell. That's not a sleigh bell. embarrassing. That was so embarrassing. <laughs>
uh, when I'm when I'm here. But yeah, we got a lot of book. We got a lot of Stephen King in here. We got a lot of uh, yeah, mad books. My mom is a big reader, so I mean, both of my parents are. So yeah. that's fucking awesome. A lot of books. <laughs> Charlie, what are y'all doing? What are you, what are you guys doing for? Uh, we are doing. What are we doing? We're going to Amanda's family's tomorrow. We do like Christmas Eve with the with her family, oh. and then we wake up Christmas morning. We do our thing here, and then we get in the car and drive all the way to Pennsylvania to see my family. Ooh. So it's not terribly ride. far from where from where you are, Dami. So because they're in Stewartstown, which is like just outside of York, Pennsylvania. So yeah. Well, I mean, like oh. you know, not anymore. My, I'm going back to Baltimore for tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That Stewartstown is closer to Baltimore than. Oh, that's right, because it's like Southern Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, it's like just just over the the Maryland border. Dude, it's Pennsylvania like, uh, is such a giant state. It's insane. Forty five <laughs> minutes from Baltimore, or something like it's, that. So it's either an hour and a half from here in New York, or it's like uh, uh, right outside Baltimore, or it's near Canada. You know. Right. Yeah, it's but like, this will this will be the first time with that long of a trip with the Tesla. So we'll see what happens. So. He got a Tesla. He's a fucking cool Tesla. guy. Yeah, I, he I drove got a Model it. Three. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I, I drove a shitty Element for ten years and saved up for it. So it it's was, uh, it it's good. a really cool fucking car. I I get in. And I'm like, there's no dashboard or anything. It's just a giant like iPad screen that has everything. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is this is not distracting. But I guess it's not <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's, that's not future. It's not at all. <laughs> it is the it's future, just exactly. Before people like poo poo me on Twitter or whatever, it's just like I got it mainly because uh, working long hours in the film industry, it's it's a safety hazard, you know. So it's like we do like sixteen, seventeen hours, and like then I have to drive home, but that's like working. So like I've been up two hours before then, and it'll take me an hour to drive home. So it's like you're working off of like twenty hours. You've been awake for twenty hours, and like you had gotten seven hours or six hours of sleep the night before you're just exhausted he turned on like the automatic driving and i was like what the fuck is this this is the future (laughs) yeah and then i did the quick acceleration you like flew into the back seat it was great it was terrifying it's very fast car yeah i'm not really a car guy i'm like a walk or bike kind of guy but there's something about being in a car that's way cooler than you that makes you like realize that (laughs) that tracks that tracks for me yeah i i haven't had a car i've never owned a car yeah because i've mostly lived in big cities that was a pain in the ass to drive in but i'm like learning to drive my ambulance now and uh i'm I'm normally in the back you're learning i'm usually the crew chief like i'm the person who's like safe for you to drive the ambulance do you know how to drive oh yeah like i have have a driver's license and i drive on occasion just i don't have a car i have like zip car that's 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 reassuring because the way that that started was was a little oh, scary <laughs> no and like i'm not going to be allowed to actually drive it on calls for a long time but Fair. like i will drive it like to how practice, long have you been doing emt stuff parking. oh let's see uh a little under three years i've been okay. in emt and i just refreshed well i have to take one more test but otherwise i've just finished refreshing all my classes for recertification so how is that you're doing that in brooklyn yeah how is yeah. that in brooklyn that must be interesting it's oh, amazing <laughs> I am. We get everything, people. every kind of call you can imagine in your life. Like I said, I had a <laughs> for the podcast. I had a profuse bleeder. It was just in an interesting place yep. recently, Fair. Uh, and that was like that was a big call I had yeah. the other day. I, mean, I, th- I thought that was happening to me today, but it was the Gatorade. So yeah. you know, I'm so glad it was the Gatorade because that can be scary. You can be like, "Am I dying?" Well, I I scream, is- <laughs> I screamed, and I said, "Mallory, come here." Uh, we don't need to talk about the rest of it, but luckily oh, I understand. she was the one that deduced it was the Gatorade. It's like, what have you been eating? Oh, right. Something with a lot of dye in it. Like, I still, I still, I was, right. I was like about to start crying, but you know. Yeah. And that shit is scary. It's scary. Literally. Literally. Sorry. <laughs> scared, scared shitless. All right. That's it for me. Uh, I'm done. Okay. 